what I like to do at the beginning of the interview is just sort of get a, a very um, capsule biography of the person being interviewed. Hmm. You know, name and uh, what, what you do and uh, <clears throat> when you first, uh, first met Henry. Well, you want me to start out yeah. with my, with my name? Yeah, you're, well, it's David Haverstitch. Okay, very good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, what I... Um, I have been with the uh, Smithsonian uh, for 13 and a half years, which is essentially uh, ever since uh, ever since I last saw Henry, I've been here. Uh, that's what it amounts to. Um, do you need anything more about no, my briefly, present? Yeah, just very briefly. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of hard to define because it's in the process of change. Uh, but um, I have been, um, for the last six or seven years, uh, curator of creative photography here. Uh, at the moment, that is not my present title because of um, all kinds of political problems. Um, and uh, I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to remain here, but um, essentially, um, at the moment I'm compiling a couple of collection catalogs uh, of the collection here, and um, um, I try to to keep informed and active in most areas of history photography. Uh, not necessarily restricted to uh, uh, art photographs. We're pretty general here. It's sort of a uh, our scope is sort of a, I like to think of it as kind of a mini Eastman house. Uh, much smaller space, staff, and collection, and so forth, but uh, essentially we do the same kinds of things that Eastman House does. Um, you got your MFA at Indiana hmm. I was, um, okay, this, this is, uh, was kind of an interesting thing anyway, as far as my relationship with Henry goes. Um, I was working on a PhD in art history at Indiana. Uh, Henry tried to get me into the MFA program, but I did not. Uh, I was really only there for about a year. Uh, I moved to uh, the Baltimore, Washington area after that year at Indiana, and eventually I picked up a master's degree at Johns Hopkins. Um, but uh, I didn't get a degree from Indiana. The, uh, I, well, I had the uh, slide-making assistantship in the uh, fine arts department there. Uh, I was uh, a graduate assistant for 
art history, but since I was making slides, of course I was essentially using Henry's facilities, the lab and so forth. He was not my advisor or anything like that. Uh, Albert uh, Elson was supposed to be my advisor. He was, um, turned out that he was on sabbatical um, that year, so uh, my advisor turned out to be somebody else who was totally incompetent and will remain nameless. <laughs> uh, Probably safest. <laughs> Um, I would say, uh, well, the way I got into to that, of course, uh, I was trying to do, um, you know, work on a PhD in art history, and I had an undergraduate deficiency because I was a, uh, a graduate of RIT and a major of photography, and you know, I had tried to produce uh, an extensive and art history background as I could uh, through a bachelor's thesis and all of that, but the total credits you know, were something like 18 as opposed to the 20, 24 minimum you'd normally expect to have to get into graduate school. So um, Indiana uh, was sort of you know, my last choice as far as art history was concerned, but that's uh, where I I did get in. Uh, and um, Elson offered me the uh, slide making assistantship. And then left town. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used his office. <laughs> I inherited his office. Um, I knew Jerry Stephanie uh, pretty well, who was working at Eastman House at the time. Before I... What, what year was it that you were... Uh, 63 to 64. I ended in the fall of 63. So, uh, in the spring of uh, 63, when I was uh, admitted um, and was still in Rochester, uh, Jerry Stephanie called Henry uh, and uh, spoke to him about it and sort of uh, gave Henry some kind of introduction to me over the phone. Um, and essentially I had the same assistantship that uh, however many years before Jerry Stephanie had, had set up uh, with you know, the equipment that he had acquired and all that, uh, which was why Jerry wanted to, to talk to Henry about it. Uh, when I when I arrived at uh, at Indiana, I suppose maybe the, the kind of thing that's significant for you uh, is I think, to my mind, uh, it may be uh, a uh, sort of a an unfair reaction. I don't know, but the the feeling that I had when I arrived was that Henry was sort of openly hostile to me. <laughs> and uh, the reason, apparently, I gradually began to realize, was that uh, he thought that I had abandoned photography for uh, art history and that I was some kind of a traitor or something like that. Uh, and so he, he seemed to resent my having the assistantship. Uh, felt that a photography graduate student should have gotten 
However, uh, there was only one photographer graduate student that year, Robert Fichter. Uh, Gail Smalley and a couple of other people have not returned that year. So uh, Robert Fichter was the only photographer graduate student. And of course, he had uh, the assistantship working directly with Henry. So there was, you know, was really no other photography student to handle the lab assistantship. Uh, so um, I uh, had a few brief conversations, a few brief contacts with Henry the first semester, but very little, really. You were not taking any courses? I wasn't taking any courses from the first semester. I took a course from him in the second semester uh, and got to know him much better. The, uh, during the first semester, uh, of course, I had a few uh, contacts with him in uh, uh, just getting access to the equipment and facilities and so forth, but that was about it. Uh, in the second semester, I took his... Uh, uh, history of photography seminar and I think he began to get to know me a little better to understand what I was uh, you know that I was still interested in photography um, and uh, he started to open up to me uh, much more and uh, I guess for a while I he sort of, I think he sort of thought of me as his, his protege. Yeah. Did you talk about what his that seminar was like, the structure of content? Uh, it uh, dealt with some uh, basically uh, aesthetic and philosophical topics of, of his. Choosing it was it was very uh, you know, very unstructured, um, or at least it seemed to be so. No, no. I mean, uh, topics for papers and discussions seem seem to uh, grow out of a discussion that, that he would generate, and uh, he would say, "Let's uh, now that we've talked about that, why don't you write a paper on it?" You know? um, it was, um, he was concerned with, uh, um, well, defining, I'm trying to remember, uh, defining the, uh, the photographic aesthetic, things, things like, uh, I think we wrote a paper on something like, what should a photograph, or what does a photograph look like? what should a photograph look like and you know, what is different about the appearance of a photograph from anything else. Um, they were topics of that sort. There was nothing uh, um, involving um, straight uh, historical scholarship or anything of that sort. Um, there were a lot of, lot of critical kinds of issues. Yeah, critical, than critical issues, critical issues, and uh, uh, I would say discussions of the uh, uh, general themes uh, in, in the history of photography. Uh, you know, straight photography versus manipulated photographs and, and so forth. Um, 
You said there were only two graduate students at the top of the No, just, just one, really, Robert Fick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, where did the student pool for this course come from? Um, I never quite understood where some of them did come from. <laughs> uh, one of the students who was was in the, uh, the course at that time was Betty Hahn. Now, she was not in the MFA program with Henry yet at that time. She was, if I understand, I think she was uh, working on a master's degree in audiovisual at that time and had somehow gotten to know Henry. She was just... Yeah, she Gary Yosman started there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she was just beginning to get involved in uh, uh, just, just sort of waking up to uh, what was going on in photography. So, um, well, she stayed on after that with him, but I think, I think all that year, I think she was still in the AV program. Uh, there were a couple of uh, a couple of literature students. Um, yeah, there's a comparative literature uh, student. Several. Um, it was like I guess it was a. Um, It was called a seminar, but I think it was a four or five hundred level course, so there were a couple of uh, undergraduates in it. Um, but I don't think there was anybody, no, I know there was there was nobody, uh, were there other art history students? No, no, I was the only art history student. Could um, you characterize the, the relationship between the Art history people on the faculty and, and, and Henry. And... Mm. <clears throat> Henry uh, always seemed to be fighting all these battles. Um, I had this this impression that he uh, was sort of uh, sort of had a dual inferiority complex or something. Inferiority. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably not a good characterization, but but that he was waging battles on two fronts. Let's put it that way, with both the the other studio faculty as well as the the art history faculty. Um, Henry uh, Henry Hope was the uh, department chairman, and. Uh, uh, Henry seemed to do a lot of battles with, with Henry Hope. Uh, I had the impression that Henry was uh, kind of kind of isolated from everybody else. Um, and also that the uh, uh, the art historians kind of uh, seemed to me that they had a kind of a patronizing attitude towards him. Uh, I would hear them say things like, uh, um, well, I, I remember on one occasion, Henry Hope was trying to uh, uh, develop a uh, little seminar on, on photography for the art historians. Uh, from the standpoint of technique, you know, um, how to photograph your archaeological dig and things, things like that. You know. 
I don't know if Henry will really want to do it, but uh, Henry Hope, uh, the faculty really seemed to think this was important. They were really hot on this. And uh, Henry Hope said, um, well, you know, we'll really try to get Henry in here, but the, the poor man is, you know, so busy and um, he's really uh, having a rough time. And I, I would hear the other faculty saying this about Henry all the time, about, about his being overworked and uh, that, he was, that he was somehow um, at, at loose ends uh, because of, of overwork and pressures. One of the things I found out about Henry Smith's relationship with Henry Hope is Henry Smith, uh, when they put together the college archive for Henry Hope for about 12 or 15 year period, they were all with the layout, all with the paste up, most of the editing. Yeah, I'm not surprised. One of the things I, I do not understand about that was the Having done all of that, he doesn't have any articles that ever appear in the college. Yeah. Uh, all of his visible materials appears in Aperture. Mm -hmm. his, uh, so the little cottage industry press. Yeah. Oh, those kids are really getting loud. Yeah. It would be uh, interesting to try to Did Henry uh, ever show his uh, imagery to you or talk about it? In the okay, because there's not enough room for everybody. Incredible. The, no, the entire year that I was there, I never saw any of his work. I never saw any of Henry's work until after I had left Indiana. Were you curious as to why that was? Did you think that was just a teaching tactic? No, as, as a matter of fact, I had somehow, well, uh, he obviously had very, very bad eyesight, a lot of trouble with his eyes. I really had jumped to the conclusion that he wasn't doing anything anymore. I, I had, nobody ever mentioned his work. So uh, uh, I had the distinct impression that he wasn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. really. He never talked about his own work. That's like six years. 63, 64, I guess, would be the year before he had his cataract. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, during that period, he probably wasn't doing it. Yeah, he may not have been. I, I don't know. Um, again, well, if he didn't talk about his work, uh, it's hard to know whether that was a defensive ploy or his part of what. Um, did he talk about his interest in reading photographs during that, that time? To some extent, I, uh, no. I don't remember anything in particular about it. Um, one thing I should have done before seeing you is I could have, I could have dug out all my old notes from his class. Mm. I wonder if I can still find them. That'd be kind of interesting to take a look at. Yeah. I'll see if I can find them. Uh, the thing that happened with me is uh, I never quite knew how to uh, 
how to react to Henry. You know, he was so um, practically manic depressive. Uh, it confused the hell out of me. You know, one day he was he was like a little elf, you know, jumping around all over the place. And uh, of course, he's he's terrifically he can be terrifically witty and energetic. And the next day, you thought he was going to go out and shoot himself. And um, he was, I, I don't know, he seemed to be going through a, a difficult period. Maybe it was maybe it was the eyes, I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, a lot of things seemed to depress him. Uh, I remember one of the, um, he went through a, a period, uh, well, I don't know how long it was. When uh, uh, his only graduate student, Robert, you know, Victor, uh, who has always liked to kid around, you never know if he's serious about things, he had told Henry uh, that he was going to scrap photography and study uh, anthropology. Uh, and Henry was depressed about that for a month. Just the thought of losing your only graduate student. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the things that happened with me is uh, when I um, I kind of felt like uh, I was being uh, pulled in two different directions by uh, by Henry and the art, art history faculty. And I suppose it's essentially, essentially why I didn't return, I didn't feel comfortable there. Um, although during the second semester, Henry was not, uh, was not openly hostile to me anymore, uh, or in any way negative. Uh, in fact, he had the opposite kind of reaction. He, uh, he began to, uh, I, I guess I felt like I was being pulled into whatever kind of paranoia he had uh, because he kept telling me things that were on the order of, of the, uh, the art history faculty was out to get me somehow and that I should transfer into the MFA program with him. And, uh, of course, I tried to explain that wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't, I didn't feel that, uh, um, that I really wanted to pursue being a photographer anymore. I, you know, I was uh, more involved in, you know, I, I had been impressed with uh, Peter Bunnell and people like that. And that's what I wanted to do. That's the area that I wanted to work in. Um, so it, it did happen that I was having uh, some personal problems at that time. So my grades were kind of, uh, well, they weren't the greatest, you know, they were, <laughs> I was searching for the right word, they were, uh, I was pretty uh, inconsistent, really. I don't, I don't think the uh, 
the art history faculty knew what to make of me. But I also had this feeling that if indeed there was any prejudice uh, against me on any level, it had something to do with, with the fact that uh, it appeared that I had been kind of set up as, as Henry's protege. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and Henry was actively trying to protect me and defend me, I guess. And it was kind of an uncomfortable situation. I, I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. Uh, um, Henry, uh, well, I, I, think, I think what it amounted to is uh, that as, as Henry's protege, uh, I was simply not taken seriously uh, by the artistic faculty. Uh, I, I think they thought, and maybe it, maybe it had something to do with, with uh, something that he had told them. I, I often thought afterwards, maybe, maybe he told them that I was going to transfer into the MFA program, uh, or had given them that impression. That might be what happened. Um. You seemed to be, at that point in time, be engaged in something uh, that was pretty, pretty strange. I mean, yeah. I'm finding it difficult to do uh, 14 years, 15 years later. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, what, uh, when you went to Indiana, did you intend to, to study history of photography mm -hmm. as well as uh, the art history? Yeah. You were, yeah, part, were you partly going to study with Henry on that basis? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that was my objective. That was uh, that was why uh, Indiana seemed attractive to me. I, I assumed, well, I talked about it um, to Jerry Stephanie. Um, I assumed that there would be some chance of uh, combining the history of photography with, with the... Uh, the art history program, and that indeed, uh, with a combination of Henry and maybe Elson or somebody as advisors, I would be able to do a dissertation on the history of photography. Um, you too got hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Elson seemed pretty... I only met him a couple of times, but um, as far as the topics on photography that uh, that other people in the past have dealt with in some of his seminars and so forth. I think he would have, I think Elson would have been uh, not antagonistic to that. I think it might have been possible to work something out. I don't know. Um, if anything, the problem might have been that at that time, anyway, Henry, Henry was, uh, I don't think, particularly interested in um, standard art historical scholarship. He was more interested in criticism, you know. Um, so I don't know how that would have gone. Uh, you know, I think it would have been possible. But um, I think my big disappointment was that he was not, Henry was not as supportive 
of that idea as I had hoped it would be. Um, he just seemed uh, more interested in getting me into the MFA. You think that was from a political point of view? Evidently, yeah. But as I say, uh, it's very true that a lot of people uh, weren't taking weren't taking photography seriously. Um, the uh, when I when I registered for uh, Henry's course uh, in the second semester, I'll never forget one of my uh, colleagues in uh, art history was filling out the forms and stuff at the registration desk. And when I signed up for the History of Photography program, he, you know, uh, reacted, and, you know, like, uh, you mean they give credit for that course? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. That was a typical reaction. <laughs> it's interesting when you were talking about the manic depressive quality because... You're the first student that I've talked to from that period, right before he's had the, had the category. Awesome. That seems to be his, his close to his role point. Yeah. Uh, professional as, uh, as a teacher. Yeah. And, uh, there seems to be an interesting break up to the early 60s. Yeah, but I think very, very effective you know, teaching. It was a mid-period, where uh, I guess it's unlike in chaos and yeah. reflective of his teaching, and then uh, sort of picked things back up uh, until a couple of years before he retired, and they probably just got disgusted with it. Yeah. Great. Right. <laughs> 